What's up, family? Welcome back to the Stop Sinking Show, where we go from struggle to flow. Okay, so I know I'm not a neuroscientist. Listen to Dr. Huberman's podcast for the exact facts. And I know the entire left brain, right brain debate has been refuted because we actually don't just use a small part of our brain. We've discovered that we use our entire brain and all that. And even with these discoveries, which made us rethink old conventional ways of how your brain worked, the principal theory behind the earlier beliefs hasn't completely been thrown out the window. Meaning, even though we aren't necessarily using just 10% of our brains, and some people aren't just left-brained or right-brained, the theory still stands that there are definitely zones of comfort for people to operate from, and where they tend to operate from based on their patterns and temperament. Meaning, a person who has exercised their right brain creative activity side more often may use that part of them to dominate their decision-making and perspective. And the same with the analytical, often correlated with the left logical side of our brain that deals with cognitive abilities. And if you are left-leaning in the way that your brain operates, not politically, then your decision-making will be more from an analytical place. So the general theory that I'm keeping with for the theme to discuss the rest of this podcast is that the right brain is attuned to nature, vibration, openness, and creative aspects of our personality, whereas the left with our cerebral processing and analyzing part of our life, almost like right Heart, left, mind. Left always saying more, more information. Right saying just flow. Figure it out as I go. And I've spoken about this on a previous podcast all the way back to episode 13 discussing when to think and when to feel. And because this is a never-ending question and dynamic that comes up so often and in so many different facets in my life, let's go down this rabbit hole a little bit more and keeping this right, left, generalized theory in mind so maybe I can discover some correct path for myself on which to apply and when. Should I use the right or the left using this general theory if the right is the heart and the left is analysis? Speaking with the gross generalization of left and right-brained, I always considered myself left-brain dominant. Almost restrictively so. Like, I thought that this was the only way that I was. I was exclusively left-brained, and I have very little of the other side in me. And I'm pretty sure anyone that you meet that knows me will probably attest to this. Because I tend to be analytical, detail-oriented, a need to always problem solve logically, and I tend to be decisive, and the left being the dominant side from which I operate. And being the dominant side from which I operate, this left, 
this analytical part of me, I tend to overuse this side when something comes up in life and I have to deal with it. Kind of like becoming too shoulder dominant or trap dominant or chest dominant when working out because those muscles try to overcompensate for the weaker ones around them that are not lifting the weight. So those parts of you become over-dominant, over-accentuated. Similarly, my left brain analytical part of me that I've exercised more than anything else tends to show up first to the job of dealing with surprises or problems. It shows up there first. That's why it gets used the most, maybe. And I overuse and I try to overpower everything from the place of my mind. And not my heart. And that tendency to show up with that first is where I sometimes either don't let the right creative heart side of me even come and solve from its level so it stays underdeveloped even more. Or other times I'm downright dismissive of certain things if I can't wrap my entire logical head around it where I don't even let the heart get involved at all. I don't believe it's its place to. Letting it lead is totally unnatural for me. My heart. Or so I think. And because the funniest part of this is that this podcast is actually a right-brained activity. Everything. Even though I brainstorm a lot of this in advance and prepare for it throughout the days leading up to it in my mind and things I look around to, sometimes I write jot notes down and I start mind mapping in advance. Even with that seemingly left brain gathering of information and research part of me, when it comes down to actually putting the words together, When it comes down to actually putting the words together, all that information comes together in such a way that it transcends any logical conception I had of it prior to it, leading to it. When the rubber actually meets the road, when the pen meets the paper, or more literally when my fingers are on the keyboard, the concepts, the words, All of them come together almost like an improvised dance playing to the background music of some theme I'm developing. So much of what actually gets said and put down in my mind map is from a part of me that has never thought or presented the information this way. It is a total right-brained activity. It's coming from the unknown. From just slightly a bit beyond what I know. Where most creation happens. Where art is found. From a state of flow. And when I think about it in this context, as left-brained as I tend to be, and I restrict myself to think that I am, there's also no shortage of evidence in my life to the amount of time I spend in flow using the right side of my brain. Every time I speak, every time I try to formulate a sentence, every time I try to move past my limited understanding of something, anytime, like here, 
when I have a painful blockage or sore spot that keeps recurring, I attack it by venturing almost outside of myself. Many times here, in front of you, live, unfolding the very different perspective from which to overcome the past level of thinking that created it, unfolding in front of you. All of this, I consider coming from the right side of my brain, from this right brain. So am I right-brained or left-brained? And I think this is where the newer theories lend more information because we are both. And it's about learning when to apply each and believing that you are both and not thinking that you are just one or the other only and restricting yourself to operate from the other side and then allowing the space for the other to lead when the situation calls for it. So what situations call for it? What situations call for which side of your brain to be used? And I think that's what I'm trying to discover and create a running list of. So once I recognize what part of me is required, I can do that difficult work of putting myself in the appropriate state to let that lead, to let the right side of my brain lead when it needs to or the left, to not automatically overuse one part because that's how I'm used to dealing with stress or crisis or that's just what shows up first. Maybe learning to recruit more from the other side so it can present solutions just outside of myself. Speaking as a person who's more left, thinking of the right being something that goes outside of you into the unknown to create and to find solutions. So let's think of some other situations than just problems and creating where we can hold the right brain responsible. Where we think it's actually the job of the right brain to show up as opposed to the left brain. The first thing that comes to mind is the place from which you anchor your entire life. Your vision and the why of your life. So in plenty of podcasts in the past, I've discussed tactical ways in which to manage your productivity and calendar and scheduling. And I still have plenty other tactics I can share like the GTD method, contextual scheduling based off your moods, and all types of ways I use to manage my life. But another thing I've also come on here and talked openly about are the things that don't get done. The things that get scheduled, managed, and still left undone because they are failing on a different level than task management. They're missing a sense of direction, an ideal to follow, leadership to get them there. They're not missing management. They're missing leadership. When you find yourself not getting certain things done, it's because what is currently taking up the space, the distraction or avoidance, is more compelling than anything else. 
than the thing you have to get done. And you find yourself constantly pushing to get things done because you haven't anchored your doing to being pulled by something greater than you. And that anchoring, that pulling, that overall fundamental principled vision for your life, that is the place to go to when you find yourself frustrated and unable to do the basic things that you have so meticulously scheduled and negotiated. That anchoring vision of your life is where you need to go to when those things aren't getting done and you find yourself frustrated. Go to the thing that determines why they should be done in the first place and really ask yourself if you believe it. Because the fact they're not getting done is saying something to you. And this is where the right brain comes in. This vision that you cast for your life, that should be the source and the anchor in the face of all distractions to continuously and tirelessly serve this ultimate purpose of you. The vision, this clarity, it comes from really involving your heart so you have full, wholehearted buy-in and agreeance on what it is that you want out of life and under what constraints and boundaries and principles within which to attain them to draw out this clarity, this vision. It comes from really involving your heart so you have that buy-in. That And that really comes... That, that true buy-in, that knowing what your heart wants to be able to even cast a vision, it's not an easy activity to step into the right part of your brain. That really comes from stepping outside of your current self, not unlike a psychedelic experience where if you were outside of yourself, depersonalized by the chatter of your brain and what your brain imposes on you to think what you can attain, what it imposes on you to think what you can be, just outside of that, where you can design and almost wander the possibilities of what it is that you could have if you just dreamt for yourself to have it. You could choose to have it if you allowed yourself to dream first using this right brain activity. And that entire dreaming process in which visions are created is an entire activity that if you went to do with a paper and pen and the mathematical calculation part of your brain then you would do forecasting and year-over-year trends and month-over-month expectations and quarterly reporting. The left brain would set a baseline from what it knows you to be able to accomplish and not venture too far in setting expectations for your growth or decline for any given period of time. It's going to set expectations based off of what it knows of you in the past year, in the past month, and not venture too far off. It will never dream big. 
It will never set a 10x goal. That's unreasonable. Scary. And quite frankly, will break the entire system. If you try to pursue it from that level, you will continue the same activities at 10x the speed, overheat, burnout, malfunction, and break down the entire operation. Because 10x results aren't achieved by doing more of what you're doing, but by an entirely different way of thinking. Something outside the bounds of what's readily available to your rational mind. Just right outside of it. The solution is still in your brain, but to get to it, to form connections in a way, to forge a path there, it can only be done through the diffused, relaxed, loosened, vibrationally high and rich right side of your brain from the very core strings of your heart. Only when your vision is rooted from the belief there, only then do people have 10x growth. Because the entire paradigm shifts. And the same parameters within which you thought you had to operate are all obliterated in their misconceptions. And this is where magic happens. Where legends are born. In harmony with the right side of your brain. And when you create a vision from there. And then when your daily tasks know that they are in service to that mission that came from deep within you. And that you have totally bought into it and there is very little dissonance in belief that it can be achieved because there is a sense of peace and knowing then the tasks that were avoided before unguided before disconnected from their purpose before all get done effortlessly in service to this highest ideal that you are looking to attain because they see themselves contributing to it. And that knowing cannot be fooled. No matter how smart your brain, your brain cannot fool your brain to believe. Something outside of itself needs to be there when it ventures off into disbelief that gets it right back on course with the knowing and feeling inside that it has support that the possibilities are possible and visible from a place outside of it and to just know and trust and to worry not. That sense of security that it gets from that knowing allows us to continue to operate under times of high stress or doubt because of your anchored vision provided from the right, unchanging Source, ever-present parts of you. There are plenty other things that come to mind in which to lead with the right. But it all starts with the vision. And sometimes all goes back to the vision. The why you are doing this in the first place question. 
that everything comes back to rest on, that all falls to, the mean average that we all maintain, that why. And the higher the purpose that why, that vision serves, the higher your average mean to which you regress and fall when everything else fails. When the left over-analytical part of your brain fails to come up with a solution. When you don't want to do things. When you are afraid to take risk. When you have to make difficult decisions on which way to stand. When you have no guidance on what move to make next. All of it can be anchored back down to where it all starts. What you are serving and why. And some of those other times, some of those other times to let your right brain lead would be in all matters of faith. Relying on it also when things are not going a certain way, to know within yourself that it is all okay for that to be so. And that you will remain steady and unwavering despite the turbulence that is temporary. Because your why, your vision, what you serve is so eternal and unshaken and untouched that it will lead you through any difficulty. So you're right that you lean on to help you craft this vision leads you through difficulty by using your faith it leads you in times of confusion. It leads in times of indecision. Let it lead when you are uncertain. Let it lead when you feel unworthy. Let it lead to give you purpose. Let it lead to decide your service. Let it lead when you create. Let it lead to alleviate. I find myself constantly learning new places in which I should let my left brain muscles rest, my overworked, overcompensating left brain muscles. And learning more and more about what harm in the way of weakness that they leave behind with undeveloped and underdeveloped parts of me, what harm they're doing. And still, quite often, with much resistance, disbelief, still trying to conceptualize everything from its own left-level understanding and frustrating myself because I can't fully comprehend things from it, almost like an analysis of rhythm where it makes you lose lockstep. You can feel rhythm, but when you try to pay too much attention to Where the beat should hit, you make yourself lose your connection to it. And that resistance, that overuse of trying to understand, even with all that resistance and overuse, 
I am still discovering, maybe forcefully at times, sometimes artfully through these episodes and conversations with people I love, I am still discovering all the different ways in which to let my heart lead and let my brain breathe. To stop thinking. Still discovering the answer to this question I proposed to you on when it's the best time to use the right or the left. And I would love to hear about your experiences if you've had this battle yourself. I would love for you to connect with me on Instagram. My Instagram handle is X. E-C-K-Z, X, long story, E-C-K-Z. My name is T, my Instagram handle is X. We'll talk about that another day. But I would love for us to connect and grow this list of when to use the right and when to use the left. I would love to grow that list together and learn from your experiences. Reach out to me. I love you, family. I'll talk to you soon. Please don't forget to share the show. I want more and more people to connect with so I can learn and grow and we can grow together. Love you guys. See you in the next show.